Hello, this is Millennial Man Motions Entertainment. Today is Thursday, June 4th, 2020, and this will be continued conversation part two about television talk with me and Elia. Now, we're going to jump ahead. We're done with iSpy. We're going to jump now into the decade of the 1970s, okay? The 70s. So, um, I added another show to my 70s list, um, and it's what I did not mention in an added show is um, All in the Family, which was from 1971 to 1979. It was a comedy show about a family that's all in the family. Uh, and uh, yeah, so let's get into it. What are you, some of your favorite TV programs from the 1970s? All right, we, were, we, were never, we never finished with the 60s, bro. Oh, okay. We have to we have to finish up I Spy in the '60s because we we talked a lot of the '60s in the last episode. I wanted to get also into the other decades. If you want to go to that decade, that's fine. We can, we can. We can always go back to the '60s later, but I want us to go to the other decades as well. So let's get right into the '70s. That's fine. You can be charged. Uh, so no, no, no. We we can we're we're we're, we're co-hosting, but we'll get back to the '60s. I just want to get to the other 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 times also. All right. Okay. All right. So the 1970s. Any shows? That's fine. So then let's just jump to the um a lot of shows then from the 19 uh the 1980s. Any 80s? Okay. Here we go. So the one that comes comes to mind right away and just all of a sudden hit me is. The 18. Wow. Right, 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 right. That's the one with Mr. T. Yeah, with Mr. T, man. That was a great show. I grew up watching it, at least in the, growing up in the States. I watched it around the time when I was like, I think, probably about 14 or something. It was a great show. I liked the movie a lot more than the show because the show was kind of like, it was meant to be like kind of comedic in nature wasn't meant to really be taken fully seriously or seriously honestly that's where i saw it it was almost like more of a comedy but yeah great show there are other shows but i have to think about them not movies are we strictly talking about shows and not movies yeah yes 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 this uh this is all about television shows not movies i mean if you want to relate it to a movie somehow that's okay but it's mainly talking about tv shows okay so as far as the 80s tv shows I think Ronin Warriors came out in the 80s. I don't know if you want to look it up or not, but I remember watching that when I was younger. There was a there was a TV show, it was a cartoon, Japanese anime called The Ronin Warriors, I believe it was called. Really good, really, really good. And I guess it's not very famous, but you know, it's a great show. Um, hold on, I was just looking. Uh, hold on, I just looked up um the uh, years. You're looking. I'm gonna comment more. So as far as the 80s, we're talking about shows that's no i just wanted to say i just mentioned i looked up that the 18 ran from 1983 to 1987 yeah it was a good show yeah right you're in the movie you're talking about the 2010 movie the the more recent yeah the movie came out in 2010 okay very good any other shows outside of the 18 from the 80s that you also enjoyed as far as the 80s i don't remember any shows that I personally enjoyed. Like I said, the two that I, I mentioned, Ronin Warriors, you can look it up. I think Captain Planet was awesome in the 80s, almost certain. 
I don't know if you've ever seen that. That was a good show. Okay. 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 Now, okay, so Family Matters came out in '89 and lasted till 1998. So that goes through both decades and years. So what did you what did you uh, find um, noteworthy about um, Family Matters? Oh man, there was so much. Again, again, tell you, I started Family Matters watching. That was like one of the first shows I think I watched after I came to America. To America after I came to the states. So it had a huge impact on me. I didn't see, I was like super colorblind at that point. I'm not saying I'm not so colorblind. I don't, I'm not a racist. I'm just saying that I didn't really have an idea that these people were black versus that they were white. I didn't see things at all. I was still young. I didn't even realize that was a difference. To me, it was all like American. This is how American people live. This is an example of an American family. And that was it for me. So other than that, I definitely identified with Urkel a lot because like he was like so much like me. I was always the nerdy guy and I was always you know, like some girl and she never got to at the time of day and I identified with Carl a lot because it was just again what I like my my I don't want to say my ideal man but very close to the ideal man for me he was a family man you know he worked hard and he was just trying to raise his family and you know teach his kids good values and to me that was something I definitely respected a lot. There uh, there's a little so, there's a little something about the show that did bother me though. They the Laura Laura had a younger sister who was like in the first season or two, but then like as the series kept went on and on, you you noticed one day that the little sister character was completely like dropped from the show. The rest of the family never mentioned her and I found that to be very odd. Yeah, I'm sure there was maybe some internal strife or something. Perhaps, maybe, but yeah, the little sister character girl, she was, she was like, she didn't, she was not in the later, uh, the later seasons and stuff. They kind of just like, kind of like, made it, made it, made it as if she never existed. It was just strange. It was yeah. weird. No, I didn't even, I didn't even realize. That. Yeah, yeah, you should look into it. Yeah. <laughs> I think Malcolm Jamal Warner was the one. Yes, he played. He yes, he played the son. He was the brother of uh, Laura. He was the son. Yes. Who was that? Was that? Somebody, someone of that nature was the son. Oh, another another interesting thing was the his wife, the mom. She was the mom all the way from the beginning of the show because she was she was off of a spinoff from uh, Perfect Strangers because Family Matters is a spinoff of the show Perfect Strangers from the eighties. And that mom who played the mom of the dad, she was the mom all the way up until like the last season. But then like the last remaining episodes, she had enough. She said, I'm retiring. And then for like the last few new remaining episodes, they had a totally different new mom than the one that lasted with the majority of the show. Oh, gosh, man. That's it. Yeah. And of okay. course, every, of course, everyone knows the show because of uh, because of St- Steve, Steve Urkel. Oh yeah. And it was interesting also in episodes to see him turn into the uh, the cooler, well, the cooler guy of whatever he was in the science experiments and stuff. Oh yeah. It was almost, I guess, it was supposed to be like the night professor. Yeah, something like that. Now on the same on the same lines of family matters. I know you said you also like the 90s show Step by Step. What are your some of your thoughts on Step by Step? 
I could definitely talk a lot about that too. So I really like JD. That was I think he was like my favorite character in the whole series. I think J or JT. I think it's JT. Sorry, not JD. JT. I identified with him a little bit, not a whole lot, just because I think his character was older than I was when I when I was watching it. I think I was only maybe 13, 14, and he was about like 17 or 18 at the time. But I don't know, he reminded me, for some reason he really reminded me of like, almost like Soviet culture. I don't know if that makes sense. Well, like, I don't know, maybe not Soviet culture, but like he just, he was just kind of like a, like a uh, common kind of like normal kid or normal kid problems and um, and then Ali I really liked Ali was I didn't have like a crush on her because I was only like 14 but I don't know to me she was like I like she was very she, she was a very tomboyish character but I don't know hold on a sec I'm looking um, up, I'm looking these people up to get a better idea hold on a sec Ali 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 was the girl ah uh, uh, Ali Alicia Al Lambert um Played by Christine Lacken, who was born in Dallas, Texas in 1979. Yes, in the first season, she was very young and tomboyish, but in the later season, she grew up to be, like, really, really hot. Did you say Cristiano Lopez? Christine. Uh, her name's uh, C-R-I-S-T-I-N-E, and the last name is Lacken, or Lacken, L-A-K-I-N, Christine Lacken. She played the tomboy in the first season. Her name, uh, the actress's, the actress's real name is Christine Helen Lacken, born in 1979, Texas. She played the tomboy in the first season, but then when it got towards the more later seasons and the newer, the, you know, she got, grew to be very, uh, very attractive, uh, woman. Oh, yeah, no, for sure. So, I like, um, Ali, Alicia Ali Lambert, Christine Lacken, and also, um, her older sister, sister, or stepsister, Stacey Keenan, played as Dana Foster, her real name is Stacey Keenan, who was born in 1975 in Devon, Pennsylvania, who was the, uh, older sister, the blonde, other blonde hot, uh, sister. Yeah, I got you, bro. Both girls, uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. And, let me see, you said JT Lambert was played by Brandon Cole. Brandon Cole played Brandon uh, Cole played JT and then there was like a cousin character they had uh, called Cody who was played by Sasha Mitchell oh, yeah, and Sasha funny. Sasha Mitchell um, had starred in uh, along the same time as the show or near it um, played in some like martial arts fighting type movies yeah he played the Bloodsport movies mm-hmm. after, yeah after Van Damme mhm yeah, I really liked this character a lot. He was almost like a, he was almost like Forrest Gump a mm-hmm. little bit. He was kind of very, very, kind of like a, a little bit naive, but not, not definitely not as naive as Forrest Gump. Mm-hmm. I really liked that episode. There was an episode where he started dating a woman. And I think she was a little bit older than him, and she had a son, and her son really got attached to him. Mm-hmm. And I don't remember the details, but she broke up with him for some reason. I don't remember why. Mm-hmm. But, it was like a really good kind of for me it was like a um, shaping episode for me I mean shaping in the sense that it shaped my own idea of what you know oh so you know like how I'm, this is what a man who's dating a woman who has a child should act like and mm-hmm. I guess it really shaped how I dated how I date now even 
it's interesting. It's weird, you know what I mean? But yeah, I like that show a lot. I want to tell you something else interesting I remember because uh, I forget how many years ago because I don't watch the show anymore. I don't watch any of the shows. Now even the last episode um, is considered a rerun. But somewhere around 1995 or so, somewhere around there, uh, I watched the rerun back in, I think this was my old house, not in the new house anymore because I didn't watch the show in my new house. But in the old house, around, around 95, 96, they had an episode with... The one, the one son is called Mark Foster, played by Christopher Castle. Mark Foster, he was kind of the geeky, nerdy type guy. And in one of the episodes, um, it mentioned or referenced the the internet, or you know, the internet or the World Wide Web. So I just thought, and we can talk about this with movies also. But I just thought in the '90s, it was very interesting when either a television show, when either, when either a television show or a movie made some. Uh, made some uh, reference or inclusion of the mention of the internet at that time because it was starting up around there. And then movies and TV shows would incorporate uh, saying it and that brought it to the attention of regular people. I just thought that's interesting when the internet got into episodes and movies in the 1990s. That's yeah. yeah. That's my thoughts. There was an episode of uh, Step by Step where, in uh, like around in the mid '90s, there was an episode that had a reference to the internet. So and, and movies do that too in the '90s, of course, also. Um, which is why, um, which is why I like you know you, you and I both like Goldeneye, and Goldeneye made like at least three different references to the World Wide Web or internet in that movie. But then the next movie later, Tomorrow Never Dies, had zero references to the internet when the guy was a media tycoon. So these little things, like I noticed these little things between movies and shows, and what what they say and what they don't say, and it's, I just find it interesting with all that. Right. Um, so, yeah, so we talked a lot about, um, Step by Step, so, what, um, are there a few other shows from the 90s that you also liked? Well, there were, but I don't don't want to say too much, so I'll, uh, You don't want to say too much! What I'm saying, I want to talk about all the shows. I understand, I understand, okay. Alright. Definitely Vampire Slayer, man, I fucking really like that show. Michelle Geller. Yes, Michelle Geller, yes. Nah, nowadays it was kind of really boring. I was really into that show. I, I think, I don't remember if Angel came out in the 90s or if it was 2000s, but that was kind of like a spin-off. I'm um, looking it up now to know exactly when it was. Hold on. Yeah, it was a spin-off off of... The Angel Angel spinoff show to uh, that to the Buffy the Vampire Slayer was a spinoff that started in 1999 and went till 2004. Okay, perfect. So it did start in the nineties. Mm-hmm. Other than that, I think Full House is pretty shady because everybody fucking knows about Full House. I don't even want to get into Full House. Oh, Saved by the Bell. Oh yeah, Saved by the Bell. I know it might be cliche. Because everybody knows that show, but yeah, that, that right there really did it for me. There's, um, okay, hold on, let me just, let me just answer you right there. Yes, maybe both shows are cliche, and that's fine, but that's okay, because a lot of people like both those shows. So before we go into a little bit about Saved by the Bell, let's go first with, um, Full House, and tell me what your thoughts about the whole show, Full House. Well, I have any thoughts, not gonna, again, not again, not all of them, but like a few of them, a, a few little points about it. Great show. It was a great show. It was kind of again, it shaped me a little bit watching uh, Bob Saget's character. Mm. 
uh, being a single dad mm. and struggling with that, and then how you had a huge family. Who was your Who was your favorite Who was your favorite character on that show? Uh, I want to say that it was Was it Beverly? I think or the the, the older sister. BJ, BJ, BJ was my um, or DJ. Yes, DJ's the older sister. Yes. Yeah, yeah. DJ, my favorite. And then Stephanie. Stephanie, I had a like huge crush on her, especially when she got older. She's freaking beautiful, and she got married in real life. And have you um? Have you seen anything of the sequel uh, Netflix series or no? I haven't seen the sequel. I feel like I don't want to. I don't want to ruin it. Right, right. Okay. Okay. Um, all right. And and then you said after also Saved by the Bell. What did you like about Saved by the Bell? Saved by the Bell. Two or three words. Tiffany. Amber. Amber Thiessen. Tiffany. Tiffany. I'm, I'm happy. She was kind of young in that show. So when she got older, she was. Freaking, I always had her pressure. But no, no. I'm just kidding. I just like the show overall. It, to me, it was like. I didn't really get to experience high school the way I wanted to because I was just kind of a loner and I really kept to myself. I didn't go to a prom. I didn't really do anything. I did a couple of things. I did a couple of extracurricular activities, but barely. So to me, it was like watching them in high school almost was like my chance to experience high school the way I really wanted to. And right. other than that, right. I mean, it was a fucking great show, dude. I can't even say... I, I feel I want to say that it was heartwarming because there was just so much yes there was drama but it was just like it just it explored so many issues that I, I guess American teenagers have and and uh, the dating part and the like the competition competitiveness between Zach and um, Zach and the other guy oh oh very, that's interesting how you liked how it was for school the way the fictional school they portrayed it but um, I just want to give everyone if anybody actually ever listens to this I want to give a little perv a perv uh, warning this is a perv warning ready perv warning uh, I got disappointed when I found out that as an adult Stephanie uh, in Full House as an adult um, she has fake tits and I know that doesn't bother most guys or some guys but I really like real natural boobs and I got really upset when I found out especially how she sees in the sequel series he made her, made her, her boobs look really bigger than they actually were or are and uh, yeah so yeah Stephanie as an adult has fake boobs and that, uh, that pisses me off but I'm um, sorry back to Saved by the Bell That's, that was my perv little announcement uh, I got you that's fine so yeah other than that there's a lot of shows I just don't want to get stuck too much on that's fine. That's fine. Um, let's not get too stuck on one decade. We can move uh, from the 90s now to the uh, 2000s, meaning anywhere from 2000 to 2009. Or also, I guess that can also include the 2010s if you want. Anywhere from 2000 to 2020. Well, I got to for a second. There was a show called Everwood. I really like it. Looking it up now, Everwood. I believe that was on the WB. It was. I think it was the yeah. WB. Let me see. Everwood. It was Charm. Ooh, ooh, Everwood. It's got... I just opened it up. Okay, Everwood was a drama that was on the WB that ran from 2002 to 2006. And it had... Yeah. 2002 to 2006. That was an early 2000 show. Yes. 
Emily Van Camp. I think Emily Van Camp. Was the yes, one yes. The actress's name is Emily Van Camp. Her character name was Amy Abbott, and Emily Van Camp was born in Ontario, Canada, um, in 1986. So she's so she's just a little bit younger than me. Jeez, man. Wow. Uh, yeah, she was so freaking beautiful, man. She's got that girl next door look, man. Gorgeous. I'm looking, uh, as you're talking about her, I'm looking at her picture page on her IMDb page. She's got an attractive face and uh, whatnot. Wow. Yeah, super attractive. Anywho, so the point is, yeah, I really like her. Mm-hmm. I like Treat Williams, I think was the father, Treat Williams, am I right? Let me look it up. I was just still on her picture, sorry. Um, Treat Williams, yes, played Dr. Andrew Andy Brown, Treat Williams. Yeah, he was. I really like this character. Again, same reason why I always pretty much say most of the time why I like a male character uh, in a TV show or movies. Because again, he was like not the perfect dad, but he was struggling. He was a struggling single father. I think his wife had passed away, I don't remember. And he was just like, just kind of like to me, like I said, kind of like almost the ideal man because he took care of his family. He was a hard worker. He was a doctor. Really, really uh, great character. I really like Trick Williams. I could get into. I can get talk a little bit about him too, but I don't want to get sidetracked too much. So anyway, so yeah, I like that show, and I didn't really get hooked on it or anything. I don't know. It just didn't do it for me that much. So moving on, as far as 2000 to, through 2020, so the last two decades. There was oh supernatural man. I was really addicted to that show. Jeez, bro, that show was fucking. What'd you say it was called? Supernatural. Yeah, Supernatural was awesome for like the first three seasons, I think, and then it just got way too long-winded with the whole like. I I, I totally like lost track of what the hell was going on after. There was like a, an angel that like was helping them. And, they were, it just kind of went, whatever, the point is I like the first Very, episode. okay, so Supernatural was a drama, fantasy, and horror show that started actually in 2005 and ended in 2020, so it got a, it was like a whole 15-year show. Jeez, no wonder. Yeah, it was a great show. I really liked the first couple of seasons because it was just focused on every episode was a different, like, monster or whatever, different, mm-hmm. whatever whatever that they had to hunt and they had to figure out how to not, not necessarily always kill something but they just there was just always like a different enemy different antagonist and that's what i liked about it and then uh, towards like the, i think it was like the sixth or seventh season they just got like into this bullshit with they weren't really getting anywhere they were just like every episode was lame it was the same it was just like it was like Dragon Ball Z. It was like watching fucking Dragon Ball Z, but they would like start a fight, and then that fucking fight would last for like three, four episodes, and it wouldn't really go anywhere, and there was just a lot of talking. That's like what it was like. So, so the first few mm-hmm. seasons were really great. Okay. So, and I can tell you a couple of episodes that I really liked a lot. Mm-hmm. Um. Okay. Very good. Um. So I got. So I'm gonna go back into the dad stuff again. So you said all these different shows and all these different decades, and you said you like some of the dad characters. How would you rank your third, your third, second, and first? Like your third favorite dad, your second favorite dad, and then your first favorite favorite dad, and and what what you saw in those dads that make you like those three dads? Okay. Well, 
if I had to figure out who the top three, I'd have to think about that a little bit. All right, think about it for a little bit, and I guess in the meantime, we can, you can go into about whichever episode you liked in any of these uh, 2000 shows. Uh, are we talking about that from like all from the 60s to the 2020s? Or yes, yes, yes. It could be any dad from the 50s, uh, 60s to the 2020, all, all decades. I want to think about it. Okay. So the top three from all the decades, think about it for sure. In the meantime, we can still talk about episodes of, you know, 2000 shows. I think my favorite dad, I almost want to say, it would be between Carl from Family Matters and actually Phil from Fresh Prince. Those were like my two favorite dads. And Good. they both have that, their qualities. That's, so that's a... That's a... My that's a good um that's a good answer that's a good good answer uh so i want to say a little two thing two little things about those dads um the one that played the dad on family matters he played a cop on that show and he also played a cop in a lot of other tv shows and movies he was actually uh, one of the cops that talked to john mcclain in the original Die Hard. and the thing about the other dad fresh prince is Number one, he played the voice of Shredder in the Ninja Turtles series from the 80s and 90s. So he actually played the voice of Shredder, which I found interesting. And then also that more recently, unfortunately, that the dad of um, Fresh Prince, he had he had, he, had, uh, he has since passed away. Oh, the person that played the dad? Yeah, the guy that played the dad for Fresh Prince of Bel-Air uh, that you mentioned. Uh, he, uh, Besides being the voice of Shredder in the Turtles animated show, in real life, he had since, in the 21st century, he's passed away a few years ago. Uh, yeah, yeah. That's too bad. Yeah. That's too bad. <laughs> All right. Okay, great. So those were two dads. Two is good. Okay. So back to the 2000s. And if you want to talk, if you remember any stuff, again, from the 70s or 80s or even the 60s, we can go to any stuff that you remember when it comes to you. If it comes to you about any of those decades also, to go back about any shows from those decades. Um, let me see. Um, let me see my show list. Okay, I already mentioned what shows I liked, but now we went over your show over the 90s. Okay, you didn't really have much from the 70s. Um, my, so my 2000 shows, um, again, are uh, Kirby Enthusiasm, which is has 10 seasons and over tw- over 20 years. NCIS from 2003, which is about to enter its 18th season. And its spinoff, NCIS Los Angeles. I really enjoy NCIS Los Angeles. And then on ABC, the comedy The Goldbergs, where it takes place in Jenkintown in the 1980s. And then on Showtime, Shameless, which about soon it's, it's going to enter its 11th and final season. And those are my shows from the 2000s and 2010s. Um... And you already mentioned before in part one that you're not really addicted to any YouTube content, which I found interesting because there's so much to watch on YouTube. Or maybe there's not that much to watch and I just found what I got, what I kind of found into. But, um, so the AT movie, which was the movie from the 80s show, it had, um, uh, Liam Neeson and Bradley Cooper in it. And now Bradley Cooper also directs and stuff, so those actors are in a lot of stuff. And uh, if that uh, stuff you took, whatchamacallit, 
if that's making you really tired and you're about to fall asleep, we talked on most of the shows already, so we can start to wrap up the episode if you're really tired. Well, I'll listen to you, though. I like listening to you, Frank. You can talk. All right, well, in about five seconds, we'll be at 20 ma- 28 minutes in, so we could go maybe till 35 or 40, but we're about, here it is, 28 o'clock. We're at 28 minutes in, so we can talk now till like 35 or 40 minutes, so it doesn't go too long, because the first episode lasted 50 minutes. Okay. Um, I wanted to, as far as television in general is concerned, I remember um, before my dad moved to Texas, even back in the old house, before the new house, he liked to call television um, the idiot box. And I guess now the computer is like the second new version of what the TV was, which is an even bigger idiot box. By idiot box, of course, that means that it's, you know, nonsense, all that stuff. Um, but yeah, which, so instead of the nonsense of the TV show, uh, the television set and the computer, he would like to read. I I don't know if he still reads or not, but he, he likes to read instead, which is good. And he, um, he, uh, he actually wrote a book. I I really wish he wrote a second book, but he actually wrote a first book, um, that if anybody listens to this, I want them to, uh, order on Amazon. So let me just tell you on Amazon where people can find my dad's first book. My dad's first book on Amazon can be ordered and it's called God's, God's Green Earth. How to live in peace with yourself, your family, society, and the world at large. Paperback, July 20th, 2009, by Franklin M. Snyder, author. And it's for paperback, it's only $6.99. You can get it on Amazon Prime. And I'm going to read two quick comments from people that read the book. Um, I enjoyed the book. Five stars. I really enjoyed this book. Spiritually rich, but not tied to any one religion in a tiresome manner. Left me with a sense of peace. Short, easy, but uplifted read. And the second quick comment... Oh, and that first comment I just read is from August 2016. And then from 2010, Shorts but sweet, five stars, God's Green Earth is a concisely written yet written down to earth, spiritually uplifting book to read that makes you feel good about yourself and your place in the world and gives interesting insights about family, American society, and the world. Now, that was my book plug for my dad's first book. And... But along those lines, though, when the book is about spirituality, before we did this recording today, I was looking at the about section of your uh, profile on your um, on your uh, Facebook, and it said, I believe, um, I don't know if this is still the case or not, but are you do you believe now of an um, as agnostic? Are you agnostic? Uh, believe or no? Oh, that's fine. Just wondering. You don't have to get into it now since it's about TV shows, but maybe on another show some other time, maybe. But that's just interesting also. But yeah, so that's my dad's book. Um, We talked about um, our favorite shows from the 1960s, 70s, 80s, 90s, and the 21st century. Um, If you guys enjoyed this content... uh, Give it a like and uh, let us know what other uh, subject, subjects you want us to talk about in the, in the in the future. If you like my content, please support me on my Patreon page at patreon.com slash 
Millennial Man Motions Entertainment LLC. And please check out my YouTube channel on YouTube. You can go into the YouTube search bar and it's Millennial Man Millennial Man Motions Entertainment LLC, all lowercase, all in those spaces. After our podcast is done, I'm going to be uploading my new videos from today that I hope everybody checks out with some good thumbnails. And um, um, if you want to reach Ilya, he's available on on his Facebook page. And uh, any final thoughts before I before we sign out this podcast? Speak up, speak up a little bit louder, please. Thank you for uh, be, be, being a part of it. I do like to have a guest host uh, sometimes, so I appreciate you coming on to the show. I don't want to. I don't want to do it into Friday night Shabbat, but we could do it late Saturday night or on Sunday or Monday. Saturday night, late Saturday night sounds good. Okay. Okay, excellent. So um, I hope you guys all enjoyed this. If you're still listening, um, this is Elia and uh, Millennial Man Mo- Millennial Man Motions Entertainment. Um, always remember, um, everybody, dance and have a good time. Hopefully, we'll see you at the movies soon. Hopefully, the movie theaters will open soon. So I'll see you at the movies. Everybody, dance and have a good time. And this is Elia and Millennial Man Motions Entertainment signing out.